Okay, so welcome Cosmic Toolbox. This is our weekly forecast for the week starting August 8th. And we are starting this on the new moon. The moon is officially new. And so from this point forward, it will be waxing and we will be in Leo until tomorrow. So um, in addition to the new moon energies coming up, we talked about it on the weekend forecast. We also have some things simmering. Mercury is coming into a quincunx pattern with Pluto today and will last until Tuesday. We're also having some Venus opposite Neptune retrograde kicking in. Now it will peak on Monday and will be with us until Wednesday. And there is just a lot of asteroid activity. And sometimes I don't bring that into the weekly forecast, but I feel like this week it's a little bit more significant than other weeks. So if you don't have astro future, um, you can go to astro.com for free and put in your asteroids and see maybe where these asteroids are in your birth chart, where that, what houses they might be transiting. It might illuminate where you're going to see activity this week. Um, because of some of the patterning, right? We have this major new moon sun in, in, uh, Leo and in Leo currently alongside of this sun and moon, we also have Mercury. Mercury will be moving out, um, packing up its bags and moving out and moving into Virgo midweek. But for right now, we have that sun and moon and Mercury all up in Leo and we're planting our new moon intentions. And then Mercury, if you think of Leo as being loyal and steadfast and often put on stage because they're the ones most willing in the room and that spotlight energy and stage-like energy, Mercury is perfectly placed to get these new moon intentions spoken out into the world. And so we have all this Leo fire, but then things are going to get quite Virgo, Virgo-y. Um, because Mercury will move into Virgo midweek and Venus and Mars are currently in Virgo. And so uh, we will see communications taking a turn towards um, strategy and like workaday stuff, workaday love, workaday um, strategy planners, like a written planner will be supported for the next couple of weeks. It's all very supportive after a new moon phase. Now, some of the things that I feel like could give some peak energy hot moments of the week. So on Monday, the Mercury Quincux Pluto will peak and it will last through Tuesday, like I said, but our communications could get dark. Our meditations could almost feel dark. We could have almost like a filter of, of depth put over us. Remember, think of, you think of Pluto, you don't always just think of the underworld um, but the existentialism, right? And the psychic activations and being able to see beyond the ego, right? And, and into the darker areas. And so the beginning of this week, I expect that there will be a lot of shadow work energy that will come up for almost everyone, especially as we have some sun and moon activations. This new moon is trine Chiron. It's not the strongest aspecting to Chiron, but it's still there. And so as the Venus 
um, trine Pluto that takes place later in the week is like brewing. I also feel like this sun and moon trine Chiron is, is in the background. And so we have access to some of our older wounds. I would do some shadow work meditations on Monday, or even just put that shadow work overlay over your daily life. Like something comes up and make sure you're processing it. Like, Ooh, why does this trigger me? Does this trigger me? Should this trigger me? Has this happened before? Um, Monday's also a good day. Um, we'll say it's a good day for keeping secrets, which is very, very narrow. Um, has a very narrow application of planning things to surprise somebody or even doing something that you feel like you just don't want everyone to know about making a career move or making um, a decision. You want to protect it until you've made the decision. Monday and Tuesday are good times for that. Then the moon will move into Virgo on Monday. And so we will feel this high intensity Leo energy almost become immediately um, active and action oriented Virgo. Remember when the moon moves into Virgo, it's this really wild, like, I don't want to say cracking of the whip, right? But Mercury rules Virgo and it's a mutable earth sign. So it's more along the lines of learning the lessons, assimilating and building. And so they're very good at scheduling, being health conscious. This is if you want to start a smoothie a day or something like this, this would be Monday would be the time to start it. Very intellectual, like to do the research, um, sort of getting involved I call it the work a day stuff, getting involved in your daily schedule, cleaning the house, getting rid of clutter, right? Like kind of cleaning up the shop. And so as the moon moves into Virgo, we'll feel more of that in relation to our new moon intentions. So when that new moon intention in Leo gets put out into the world, then the moon goes into Virgo and it's like, what are you going to do about it? What in your life isn't supportive of that new moon intention? Expect those things to come up as themes, right? Because the moon is like, okay, if that's what you want, this is how you're going to have to get it. And so really pay attention on Monday to anything that sort suddenly sort of pops up in your home arena or in your body. Um, this would be something also too. Virgo's very health aware. So when the moon moves into Virgo, you may get more intuitive hits on, oh, I really need less sugar, or I really need to move my body more. Maybe I need a daily yoga. You're going to start to get more intuitive about what you need in order to support your life. So your intentions take root. Um, some difficult aspects at the beginning of the week is going to be the Venus opposite Neptune retrograde. Discernment will be a little difficult on Monday. And that could really play into, um, some of the themes with Mercury quincunx Pluto with the shadow work. It could be hard for you to really understand what you're feeling. The Neptune retrograde could almost make you doubt all of your emotions. Monday is not going to be a good day to make intense decisions about love or money or community. Um, it's a good day to think it through and to see the other side of maybe what your instincts might be, but it's not a good day to come to a firm decision on anything. I'd wait till after Wednesday, actually, before I put anything into permanence. Tuesday, the 10th, we have Mercury opposite Jupiter. It suddenly expands us after such a dark moon period where a lot of people were feeling a little off. You may feel very social on Tuesday and into really all the way into the weekend, but it's, um, 
when Mercury is opposite Jupiter, it's a good time to socialize and to open your mind and kind of expand, but it can be a really hard time to take action. Um, it's very mentally stimulating. And so as such, you want to write everything down. This is a good time to journal, make a lot of lists, be very specific. This is one of those times where you'll think all these ideas are going to stay with you, but they're not, they're fleeting. And so maybe make some outlines and <clears throat> really gear it towards your new moon intentions, right? Um, let yourself have ideas on how to take it into the next space um, and try to be less about like strict planning on Tuesday, more about dreaming and um, like working dreams, right? Where you're not just like fairy tale dreaming, you're dreaming up with what you have and at your disposal, what would you love to see happen next? That kind of energy. Then Wednesday, the moon moves into Libra around 4 p.m. And Mercury goes into Virgo. So as Mercury is opposite Jupiter in Leo, we're going to have all this big rush of ideas and everything, correct? Then we're going to, and not a ton of action behind them. Then Wednesday, when Mercury moves into Virgo, we will be able to think about and communicate more of what we want and more of what we need. Um, and we will see it come into a place where it'll take more shape. We'll also have Venus trine Pluto peaking on Wednesday and Venus is in Virgo and Pluto's retrograde in Capricorn. So you're, you're going to expect some intensity and passion, and you will almost feel like Wednesday through really Tuesday through Friday, you're really going to feel like maybe you have access to the most radically you version of yourself where you really feel like you can talk about what is really inside there. Think about what's really inside. Really, what do you want? And then also feel like you have the passion to put behind it. And that will be really good because heading into the weekend, I don't want to tap into it too much because it is much darker. Next weekend is much darker than this weekend was, or than this week will be um, because we have Friday the 13th, which is not the, a bad thing. Um, it's actually quite good. It's very, um, very much about goddess energy and woman energy, <clears throat> the females on the call right now. Um, and then the moon moves into Scorpio. And so we get that real depth, right? And we're going to get that really interesting aspect to the whole weekend. And I think that as we um, start to swim in the deeper waters, we'll see things come up a little clearer. Um, and it's important to note too, <clears throat> Pluto is hanging out in Capricorn and the asteroid Pholus just like <clears throat> is just hanging out at the beginning of Capricorn and Pluto is retrograding through Capricorn. They're kind of getting closer together. And this asteroid is also a centaur like Chiron. Um, Chiron is the wounded healer, right? That we all deal with. We all know Chiron here and we know that there's some aspects to Chiron currently, um, the sun and moon trine Chiron. But what's interesting about Pholus, it doesn't get a whole lot of attention, even though it's one of, it's one of the major asteroids just under Chiron. Pholus is probably um, just under Chiron in significance, in my personal opinion. Um, and so when we start to look at different asteroids, you want to look at where your Pholus is. You want to look at what house the transiting Pholus is falling for you. Capricorn, <clears throat> I said it was retrograde in Capricorn right now. And so 
Yeah. I'll just share. It's in my 10th house right now. So it's a big thing for me. And those patterns, sorry, it's early. I need more coffee. Those patterns are going to be showing themselves more and more and more. And so when we start to dissect with how we show up in the world, because we have this um, sun and moon in Folis, we also need to, or sun and moon in Leo, we also need to see how do we show up? Right. And how, how do we take space? Because one of the things that a lot of, um, I'm going to go ahead and say women, although it certainly applies to men in the world, but something that a lot of women feel is that they were not raised with authority in taking their space or claiming their space. And, and it can get to be where you don't really um, claim your dreams as actively as maybe you were born to. And just in that same way that Chiron shows up as this mediator between Saturn and Uranus, um, in how we take our foundations into revolution and heal ourselves, Folus has that same sort of, um, connection between Saturn and Neptune. And with our Neptune retrograde right now, we're kind of showing up in that same place. So look at your asteroids, see what's coming up. It might give you insight into some of the nuance behind what's up for you. Um, I really feel like everyone should know where their Chiron and Folus is this week. We kick the week off. Um, and oh, it's spelled P-H-O-L-U-S, Folus, which is a different asteroid than Pallas. Um, and so yeah, P H O L U S I think, (laughs) I think that's that. Yeah. I think I just said it right. Um, and so that's one of the things that I feel will give a little bit more nuance since we start the week off in shadow work. Um, and we work through some interesting things and, and when you look at the chart, the current chart, you know, we have, the sun and moon hanging out with Mercury, but soon as Mercury moves, we're going to have Mercury hanging out with Mars and Venus. And so connections between humans and men and women and Mars and Venus and all of that, it, it, it's going to get into the connections we have to people more next week and more into the weekend, but it's brewing now. And I w I would expect to see some sort of, um, internally, depending on where some of your asteroids are this Friday, the 13th could be a very activating day for that sort of inner feminine goddess. And we still have Ceres and black moon Lilith in Gemini up against the North node. Those two asteroids up against the North node clue to me when I look at the chart, okay, the North node's playing with asteroids. So where are the other asteroids and what's everybody doing, right? That's kind of where that starts to go just for some deeper context. So it's a good week to process. It's not a good week to try to stay superficial, but it's a good week to be social and to communicate with people and um, to really work on the new moon intentions and really bring them into the the reality sphere. So everybody have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you soon.